Thank God for showing mercy on me. Brought me home to the plains at the age of three. Occasionally, I stray from the nest, but I always come back to the best. LBK, love a T-E-X-A-S. Hey, what's going on, LBK? This is Rob and Cam coming to y'all with episode four of the Southwest Digest podcast. Uh, all my folks out there, I want to say uh, peace to everybody in the East. And all the best to those in the West. And for the folks up North, I want to say, well, of course. And everybody down South. Hey, oh, what's your mind? What I'm going to talk about, love it. Uh, me too. Because that's, that's all, all we, we do. do. <laughs> that's four times we didn't did it, and I still don't know if I like it or not. Y'all, y'all got to tell us, man. I'm hearing deafening silence. Mm. We need some feedback on that. Does it need to stay or does it need to go? Speaking of go, we're going to launch right into what's going on. What's going on? So it's kind of funny, man. I, we, you know, we, we scoured the, the internets, the interwebs, as they say, looking for what's going on. And it was kind of slim pickings this time around. PM slickings. Yeah, PM <laughs> slickings. I'll be doing that a lot with my family, man. I always reverse the first letters because it makes a funny outcome just like that. So it was PM slickings when we was looking around, man. And um, we did come up with a few little interesting tidbits. For example... Uh, y'all know I do a, another podcast and it's called uh, I'm not on screen on that. I'm production on that one. And it's called uh, Lubbock Rhythm and Roots. That's with the city of Lubbock and Jason Robinson and uh, Rhonda Taylor. Um, so this next cat that I'm going to talk about in what's going on, it's a cat named Coy Wetzel. And I first heard about him on that other podcast because he's kind of a well, I don't know, man. He's a genre bending type of cat. He's got a little country flavor to him, a little rock and roll flavor to him. You know what I'm saying? And he's going to be in Lubbock coming up. And I'm just going to straight up read you the little uh, ad that I found for it. It says, Wetzel adds Lubbock stop to tour. Genre bending artist Coy Wetzel has added fall dates to his Road to Hell Paso North America headline tour. Hell Paso. Hell Paso. <laughs> Hell Paso. I got a story about that. I, I know why they call it Hell Paso. And it got something to do with my ex fiance from 30 years ago. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she had, oh, anyway, woo, man. Yes. She was stationed over in El Paso. And uh, that's at the time, man, this is back in 97, 98 or something like that. That's how I felt about El Paso. If you're from El Paso, no, no disrespect, nothing like that, man. We just, woo. Oh. It's just, oh, man, it's the armpit of Texas. And it's all because of this lady. And I ain't going to say no names on air. I ain't going to say no names, but her name is Sheila Rodriguez. No, I'm just playing. Yeah. <laughs> that's, not, <laughs> that's not her real name. Anyway, Coy Wetzel is on his road to El Paso North American headline tour. And he's going to be at the United Supermarkets Arena at 730 on October 7th. Probably need to scoop them tickets up because that's like a few days away. Um, it's presented by Monster Energy. The newly announced 22 run uh, date run kicked off July 28th in Idaho Falls, Idaho, with stops in Baton Rouge, Indianapolis, San Antonio, and more. The tour will conclude here in Lubbock and El Paso, or El Paso, both of which have inspired a couple of Koi's song and album titles. He's going to be supported by Wade Bowen and Tanner Ursi. Tanner Ursi. Tickets range from $36 to $199 plus taxes and fees. Don't get reamed like I did buying them tickets for my boy uh, Yousef Days. But for, for more information, 
uh, or to purchase tickets, visit selectaseatlubbock.com. That's selectaseatlubbock.com or call the Select a Seat box office at 806-770-2000. That's 806-770-2000. Monday through Friday, 10 to 4 p.m. Coy Wetzel. Cam, you got anything interesting out there? Oh, yes, actually I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Metro Rotary Oktoberfest is October 6th. And the Rotary Club of Metropolitan Lubbock is hosting its sixth annual Oktoberfest fundraiser. And that's going to be Friday, October 6th at the Frazier Alumni Pavilion. Mm-hmm. Okay, the fundraiser is going to benefit Lubbock Mills on Wheels and other nonprofits. It's going to be $50 a ticket. Are you going to get German food, an open bar with beer and wine? Uh, a live German band. It's going to be a silent auction and a Stein lifting contest. How heavy can a Stein be? Well, this is Frankenstein. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> okay, the tickets are available at Lubbock Mills on Wheels uh, during regular office hours, or you can go online at LubbockMillsOnWheels.org. Uh, the ticket sales end at noon on October 4th. So the show is October 5th. The ticket sales end at noon on October 4th. It's going to be um, at 6 to 9 p.m. at 2680 Drive of Champions. Hmm. And I'm going to have to Google that because I ain't never heard of no Drive of Champions. Man. Uh, However, it do seem like a road I should be on frequently because yeah. I'm a champion. It's uh, the great champ. I believe it's one of those streets that they renamed in the Overton area. Mm. That's a whole nother conversation I'm not going to get into. But The yeah. Overton area? Ain't that tech ghetto? Exactly. But For, yeah, apparently no. you ain't supposed to say that no more. Man, I don't, you know, like I said, that's a whole nother conversation, man. I I, I, I feel strongly about it. I, 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 I don't like it. Uh-huh. It is what it is. Yeah. I mean, because Texas Tech is what brings money to the economy mm-hmm. in Texas. Mm-hmm. So, they can a lot of stuff is gonna happen when you say Texas Tech, people are gonna move everything else out the way, mm. whether it makes sense or not, whether it's morally right mm. or not. Mm. That money, oh, so that you, money you, being yeah. made for that university is what's gonna trump everything, right? In Lubbock, Texas, so yeah, yeah. and it kind of is what it is, yeah. I mean, that's that's the way, I mean, yeah. that's the way the cookie crumbles right there, exactly. you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's what I say, yeah. yeah, what can you do? <laughs> I think you're getting that from Jace, Jay Swift. That yeah. I think we get it from each other. Oh yeah, because we have conversations and we do that and we bounce we bounce uh, responses mm-hmm. off each other because mm-hmm. it'll be my response, but he'll do it and he'll bounce it and it's just funny. To see, you know what I'm saying? It's it's crazy. Yeah, when you when you do something, yeah, and then somebody do it back to you, and then it it just how it is where it comes to you, where it's like man. That's what bro was saying, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But it's, it's like it's flattery, I right? Guess, you know right, what I'm right, like, right. And for for all y'all don't know out there, man, Jay Swift is our other brother. And if y'all have peeped us out on Puppets and Prophets, that's the musical section for those who uh, are generous enough to support us with five dollars a month. If you pay and subscribe to the show, you get that Puppets and Prophets, and that right there. Uh, on the song that we recently did, um, Flat City Warrior, Jason was coming with the hook. Jay Swift. Yeah. Five, hey, $5 a month is basically the price of a cup of coffee every day. <laughs> <I'm> joking, <laughs> and you man. know what? That's the price of one cup of coffee. Yeah, now. Because I, I just went to uh, Dutch Bros. I switched over to Dutch Bros from Starbucks. 
because they local. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think they local. They seem like they local. Uh-huh. And, well, they uh, can't be from they can't be from West Texas if they Dutch. I know. I ain't saying. I'm just saying. Well, they could be from the you know German Hill country. Wrong, <laughs> but you know what? Uh, too, I want to give a shout out to uh, young uh, Jonathan Jenkins. Yeah, we're trying to get him in the lab. Right. So hopefully, we can get bro paging <laughs> Mr. Jenkins, yes. Mr. John Jenkins, Say, uh, Mr. Bobalina, Mr. Yeah. Bob. Dabalina. And and by the way, um, <laughs> speaking of uh, the Jenkins clan over there, they also have uh, his wife Crystal is the one who does all of our. Uh, apparel for the show and so we're not wearing any today actually i am she, oh, did, this. she did that shirt too she did this shirt for our non-profit i i've done some for ours but she this particular shirt she did for our non-profit the focus mm. rehabilitation and ministry center so yes yeah, sis gets down yeah you know, um yeah as we speak yeah uh, sis i'm coming and pay you your money uh, I, yeah I, I yeah know. i know we already yeah, had this discussion you, yeah. we owe you a couple ducats <laughs> uh <clears throat> <laughs> Check her out at Jade Trade. Jade Trade on Facebook. I think she operate on Facebook mostly, huh? We're going to put a flyer up, so check her out on Jade Trade, man. She can do hats. She can do shirts, underwear. She do all special occasions. I would think she could probably do anything, even if she hadn't done it yet. Yeah. If you bring it to her. Yeah. Like she pretty much gonna figure a way to make it happen. You know what I'm yeah, she a weird. She a weird with that cricket. Yeah. I think it's called a cricket. Mm-hmm. She got a whole workstation at the, at the crib. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So hit up, man. That's Jade Trade on Facebook. Look up, and also we're gonna put links down below and all that. You know how it go. But we're gonna uh, move into one more thing uh, at what's going on in Lubbock. Like I said, it was kind of uh, Pim Slickens, but <laughs> we did find that the Moonlight Musicals present Matilda. Is happening, Matilda. Matilda. That sound like uh, remind me of uh, Anth- what's that that movie? Uh, the professional, Little Leon, Matilda. What her name? Matilda, the little girl, Natalie On what? Portman. On what? You don't remember the professional where he was a hit man and she was a little girl and ah, uh, bro, man, you got to see that if you ain't seen it. Look it up, man. The professional. It's got that French dude in it, John. I can't remember John his name. Nah, 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 nah. His name John Reno. Oh. John Reno. Anyway. It's a dope movie about an assassin and a little girl, and they become friends, and uh, you know, her family gets killed. Man, it's dope. It's it's an older movie too, ninety something. Anyway, Matilda, Matilda the musical is coming to Lubbock at seven thirty p.m. on October sixth, seventh, thirteenth, fourteenth, twentieth, and twenty first at the Moonlight Musicals Amphitheater at four thirteen East Broadway. It's inspired by the twisted genius of Roald Dahl. The Tony Award winning Roald Dahl's Matilda the Musical is the captivating masterpiece from the Royal Shakespeare Company that revels in the anarchy of childhood, the power of imagination, and the inspiring story of a girl who dreams of a better life. With book by Dennis Kelly and original songs by Tim Minchin, Matilda has won 47 international awards and continues to thrill sold out audiences of all ages around the world around the world packed with high energy dance numbers catchy songs and an unforgettable star turn for a young actress young actress matilda is a joyous girl power romp children and adults alike will be thrilled and delighted by the story of the special little girl with an extraordinary imagination. Tickets are $25 and prices include select the seat fees. So that's Matilda the Musical, 730, October 6th, 7th, 13th, 14th, 20th, and 21st at the Moonlight Musicals Amphitheater over there on 413 East Broadway. I ain't gonna lie, I'm not sure. I'm gonna check that out. 
I I me neither because uh and I'm gonna just be honest, bro. I've never been a musical right type cat, man. Like, right. As soon as they bust out singing and dancing, I'm out, man. Mm-hmm. What what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. What everybody man, come on, bro. But my daughters love it. Oh, they seen my it? wife. Yeah, no, like any type of musicals. I I take that back. Probably only one musical film that I watched, and that was because as a kid, The Wiz with Michael Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that was a dope movie to me as yeah, a kid. Yeah. And I can think that's probably the only movie that was a musical that I watched the whole thing. Mm. Everything else, I could watch a little bit, and then I'm finna leave, bro, because mm-hmm. I don't want to see just it. Just singing over yeah, and over everything. I just don't so, see it. Man, I didn't dig the Wiz. I think I, I saw that when I was too young, man. I think Pops Nim. <laughs> Pops Nim never, uh, they never exercised no parental guidance on me, man. They just... <laughs> When they, they didn't have no babysitter or something, they wanted to go to the movies. I just went to the movies with them, man. Whatever, whatever. What it was, it could be the most horrible horror movie out there. It could be almost anything. I was sitting my little young butt up in there. Yeah, I don't think I was supposed to see the Wiz, man, because that was horrifying when I was a kid. <laughs> I was like seven or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Them it crows, was, man. It say, was dark and scary and flying yeah. monkeys in the ghetto and crows. I was like, oh, yo. <laughs> I, I prefer the Wizard of Oz, man. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> that's uh man, that's what's going on. Um, y'all know we usually follow this up with out and about, but we were so busy this week we didn't have a chance to get out and about. So we just gonna fade right into what you bumping. But I never gave up on the dream because I was chose. Uh, that's exactly how the game go. That young lady has a very nice dress on. I appreciate her. I I, I asked my daughters. I said, uh, "What do you like and dislike about the video?" And they were like, "Well, her dress is in a, inappropriate." <laughs> well, when I said a very nice dress, that's what I actually meant. <laughs> it, was, it was somewhat inappropriate. Some, some, it's revealing. It's a. It's, it's quite it's revealing. Adult. Yeah, it's adult. Yeah, but that song is dope, though. Yeah, it is. How'd you come across that, man? Um, man, I, I like Lil Kiki. And uh, all of the older cats that I guess it would be older. We are about the same age, but older cats to younger people right now that I grew up to listening to that still drop music, I check on them. And some of them, they have yet to disappoint. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They still coming with that heat, and Kiki is one of them. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like he, And that's what I like. Like he's not trying to – it sounds modern, but he's not trying to get – in that youngster lane, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? He's still Kiki, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? He's still doing him. Yeah. And that's what I like about it. Like uh and when um he, he has an album out actually and um I, I believe that's one of the first videos off of that. Don't I mean don't quote me, I might be wrong, but mm-hmm. uh, cuz I don't listen to a lot of music anymore per se. Like I'm very selective mm-hmm. and that's why I say it's I come across it and if it's Something like that, like how can you not listen to that? Mm. I'm just saying, it's gorgeous. You know what song, I mean? Man. Yeah, it is, man. It, it, every everybody did their job from yeah. the the director to the young lady singing to Kiki to the producer of the the track. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's like everybody's Expertise on that game, all the way. yeah. Just slathered on, on top there. of the game, yeah. yeah. And it's you can it shows. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can hear it, and I like it. Yeah, yeah man. And one of the things uh, aside, that young lady does bless the track quite a bit, and. Uh, I think her name Kiara or something like that mm. or Ayara. Uh, anyway, she blesses the track lovely with her vocals. And um, one of the things I like the most about it is look, 
it accentuates Kiki's style. Little Kiki's mm-hmm. style, man, the way he be flowing. And he has, listen carefully, man, he is right on the bar, right on the beat. And it's that, it's almost some Shakespearean iambic pentameter type stuff. Because he be like, flowing in the game. When the moves super style. One, two, let's just be high. Riding it. Yeah. Riding that beat perfect. And yet, Got the inflection in the voice. That's the mark of a, of a professional. That's why you make me mad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He'd be riding the beat like I'd be like, ah, I'm, I'm struggling over here, struggling and striding, trying to stay on time. And while I'm gliding and striding, he just be over here uh, with Bible rifle and my best looking self. You know what I'm saying? By the way, if y'all wanna if y'all wanna see an exhibition of these skills, once again, y'all, man, you gotta hit that pay subscription. That puppets and prophets, we're gonna try to bring y'all regular content where we making original music. Uh, Lubbock boys uh, just just doing what we can do, and it's all adult stuff. And I say adult, I mean sensible content, sensible lyrical content. Ain't no like this this game by Lil Kiki, man. There's nothing. I don't yeah. I don't think there's anything in that song that it's I not. Would. That's why my babies listen to it. Yeah, like we don't. That's that's like that. Uh, sit at your, sit at the table with your computer. With them earphones in, them little earbuds, I don't do that. You can go and take them out. Whatever mm-hmm. you got going on on that little device, I want to be a part of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if it's something, because I let them listen to a lot of stuff. Um, but I get, I, it's that parental guidance there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's certain UGK songs we listen to because it's their edited versions of. Yeah. But I tell them, don't go searching for UGK songs because right. you're going to run across that raw pimp C yeah. and you're going to be like, whoa, like, yeah. dad, what is, yeah, like, don't. Mm-hmm. I told you. We ain't, yeah, we I, we going to have that conversation, but not right now. Mm-hmm. Why y'all 9 and 10? We mm-hmm. ain't finished. Nothing pimp C talk about do we need to be discussing yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Other than those certain tracks, you know what I mean, that that are designated. Because mm-hmm. there's even some songs that are edited that still, per se, it has content in there. I, right now, y'all don't need to worry about that. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's grown right. folks talking about that. Right. Not nine, ten-year-olds. And that's just my opinion. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. With my babies, them your you know? babies. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, uh, certain movies that they feel like are kid movies. Like, my baby, we're not. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. And, and people like other family members and stuff that try to get the girls together, the kids together, and go watch them. And I'd be like, they already know. Laughing is jokingly like oh, I was gonna take the girls to go see such and such, but I know how you, yeah, no, mm-hmm. they can't go see that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm not yeah. with that. I don't even want them that programmed in their brain anywhere. Right. And you know what, man? What what you saying right there? Um, we we kind of jumping off this little kiki tip and and getting into a deeper conversation on it. But I'm down with that too. And I I had some second thoughts about talking about that Matilda earlier in the show. Because I, from what I understand, she's some kind of witch, witch. or something. That's what I'm saying. And like, my baby's not going to go to I, I was going to say, we probably ain't going to check it but out. But for the people who ain't tripping about all mm-hmm. that, man, you might have a great time. Yeah, It's probably good. It's probably yeah. great, I'm sure. But I just feel like, and that's another thing that they constantly market to young ladies, especially little girls, yeah, is that witchcraft, that mm-hmm. empowerment through witchcraft. Like, Sabrina, it's a movie called, I've heard of Sabrina the Teenage Witch was a show back in the day. It was. They got a Netflix version that I ain't seen it, but from what I understand, it is just hardcore witchcraft and Satanism. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Which to me, that's like, uh, yeah, I love Halloween. I'm glad this is October when this episode coming out. But, and I do, I do like that darkness and that, I, you know, that's, that's a part of life. But at the same time. Some people just are, they just go 
to places with that. Mm-hmm. that they they go and especially with kids, they seem like they trying to proselytize. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I got a book right now that I'm it's on my reading list that I'm trying to get to. I stay reading. I, I read about seventy seven books at one time. Yeah. I be reading like <laughs> a chapter out of each one every, every night or something. You know what I'm saying? So I never finish a book. Cause I just be I got ADHD. Mm-mm. Like, ooh, squirrel. but no, you know what? That's like I tell you with my partner that's locked up. He said he say his books are like TV. Yeah, and he's like, man, I might watch a couple minutes of this show and change the channel. Yep. And what he mean by that is, I'm gonna close this book and open this one up and right. read a chapter or two, right. and might get bored with that and open another book up and you know just to wherever. And then he was like, whatever catch me, then I might indulge in reading that a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, okay, it was this book. All right, this where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. This where my energy mm-hmm. got me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I feel what you're saying, man. Yeah, well, that's a, that's a good way of looking at it. So I be switching the channels when I when I read. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, anyway, one of the shows I'm finna watch or one of the books I'm finna read is uh, is talking all, I forget the exact title, but it's talking all about how feminism, um, a, a huge part of feminism, mm-hmm. all the way back to its inception, is that, anti-christian uh embrace of supernatural and satanic elements Mm -hmm. and they this lady i was watching listening to a podcast the other day she was even talking about how susan b anthony and elizabeth katie stanton they was uh they both almost derailed the the feminist movement before it even got started good because they had a uh, even back in those days there was some lady that was coming up talking about spiritualism and doing seances and stuff and when when they had let her speak at their little convention uh seneca falls convention or whatever it was that lost half their audience and got them branded as, uh, oh, oh, what kind of stuff you own? Uh, you know what I'm saying? This ain't, mm, this, 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 this is people back in the 1800s or whatever, 1890s or whatever that was. Mm-hmm. So it's always wrapped up with that that feminism thing. It's always got that dark element wrapped up to it. Yeah, and, that's, and I, don't, I don't like that. Like, you know, that's why I'm, I'm vigilant and proactive in what my daughters are watching and engaging in mm-hmm. because uh, I ain't putting up with that. And I told him that. Man, I'm not putting up with that. I'll put y'all out. <laughs> y'all had to kick some rocks hard and far. Boom, boom. Yeah, get away from me with that. That's why I told him, like, I, I, I'm understanding the the gap of you being little girls, me being a grown man. Of course, we not going to mm-hmm. like the same things. You know what not. I'm saying? We, we shouldn't. <laughs> I'm just saying. If you do, something could be You feel wrong. me? That's what I'm saying. Or potentially but then right. it's, it's certain things, though, that we do agree on, mm-hmm. like watching Fred Sanford. We can all watch Sanford and Son and laugh, and except my wife, cause she like you don't seen these a thousand times. You know that's the, not the point. You know the words, the verbatim and all, but still, like it's good. It's good TV to me. Yeah. Certain watching certain. So I like I say, certain things we do, and then there's certain things they watch, and I'm just sitting there like, man, where the remote? Like I'm not finna watch this. What is this crap y'all watching? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, well, Dad. It's Roblox, and I'm trying to learn a new build and this and that. Okay, and then I'm thinking to it also, like, okay, because, like, uh, Nat and I, I saw, I told her, like, a couple years ago when the girls were first on this Roblox stuff, mm-hmm. I told her, man, I was looking into it, and I was like, if we would have invested in Roblox then to where it's at now, like, man, yeah. My son, Mr. Nugent, loved that Roblox. He stay on some Roblox. Do you still, you still be on Roblox? Not so much, huh? I got you. Yeah, it's a trip, man. But um, you do kind of got to guard your grill, so to speak, when it comes to a lot of these external influences. Because you'll let you'll let that 
nonsense into your house, man, and mm-hmm. and don't even know. Right. And then, you know, going back to since we we talking about what you bumping, that's what's it's a it's a I'm torn on the inside as a father and as a hip hop head, original generation hip hop head and somebody that used to bump all that nonsense when I was younger. I can't bump it with my family. Even my kids grown. So, you know, we got to there's a difference between our families. You got younger ladies, little girls, eight and nine, eight and ten, eight and nine, nine and ten. Nine mm-hmm. and, ten. and then mine is like. 25 and 18 or 24 and 18 or something like that. I don't even know or care no more. They grown, whatever. Mm-hmm. But anyway, even though they are grown, I still feel responsible for the, you know, they, they're around me and they're under my umbrella. Mm-hmm. And I, I just can't bump anything in the car. Yeah. I'm not because like I say, even with, 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 with our older kids, like you say, man, y'all grown, y'all can listen to what you want to listen to. But I'm saying when you around me, mm-hmm. it's certain things you're not going to hear. Mm-hmm. We're not going to deal with, you're not going to experience. Because I don't rock like that. And it's just how I move, period. Like even with dealing with people, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Having people come to the house, like all that old bro, I'm not against having company. But bro, just don't invite anybody to my house, man. Right. Like I don't, if, if I don't know, and my whole thing too, is if I can't come where you live, look out. <laughs> well, you can't come right. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. If I don't know where you live at, where you lay your hair down there that night and feel comfortable and all that, then you not finna do that to me. Right. So that's why I tell them, don't bring your little home. Them your homeboys. Them not my homeboys. Because mm-hmm. I know where my homeboys live. I know where my homeboy mamas live. Mm-hmm. They know me. They mama know me. Mm-hmm. My mama know them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I grew up. Me too. People that's my friends and yeah. my partners. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. all that old extra stuff that old man. Look. Cause you know, my mom, bro. I'm 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 a super paranoid person anyway, mm-hmm. and I I feel like, you know, in mm-hmm. certain ways you're supposed to move, and it's chess not checkers type thing. So, preparing yourself for that next level of life, mm-hmm. you got to start moving a certain way. while you right here? Mm-hmm. So when that transition comes, bro, it ain't that's just how I've been moving already. Mm-hmm. Not know oh I got I didn't know people would do this. I didn't know yeah they do that. You can tell by the other examples. Of, in life of other people that's dealt with certain situations. Man, I'm a student of that. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you don't always learn through personal experience. You learn from watching other people make mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And seeing, man, I know not to do that. Or, mm-hmm. dang, I would have did the same thing. I'm glad I see that because that made me think in a different manner. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I think that's what it's supposed to be like in life, man. Just It is. That old saying, uh, what do you say, the the... The, a fool learns from his mistakes, but a wise man learns from the mistakes of the fool. You yeah. ain't got to go through it. And you say a king learns from the mistakes of the wise man. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And that's the that's the kind of that's the kind of tip I'm trying to pursue right there. I'm trying to rise above and skirt over as much nonsense as possible. Why not? But you know what? That's the that's what that's how the generations are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Like instead of being a young cat looking down on the elders for whatever reason or they he ain't got no money or they ain't doing this or he ain't doing that learn from the lesson because this is it those experiences mm-hmm. that's it's supposed to bless the, the the young generation right and them elders man okay you can say what you want a lot of our elders in the community for example are illiterate my grandpa was illiterate and we we, we as y'all y'all see we getting ready to transition into words from the elders mm-hmm. uh we talking about learning from your elders and Okay, yeah, maybe he can't read and write. Or maybe he's at a third grade level reading and writing. Or they never had the opportunity to go to school because they was working in the cotton fields and stuff like that. 
but he has done something that you haven't done at all ever in your whole life. And that is he has lived to be 100 years old. You ain't you're not even 21 yet for these young cats that don't see no value in learning from your elders. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, this this we kind of far afield. We started off talking about what you bumping, but let's go on and let's go on and go into words from the elders. Mm -hmm. And the reason I want to do that. Uh, it's important right now to go into words words from the elders because we we're coming into October. This episode should be hitting at the beginning of October. Uh, I I love October. It's the start of the fall. I'm a fall cat. Um, and we was talking about in the last segment. We was talking about that darkness and letting it in. Don't being careful not to let that darkness in. Mm -hmm. Well, one of the reasons I want to be careful about not to let that darkness in because I know it's there. You can learn from your elders on that, and so. In this episode of uh, or this segment, this particular iteration of words from the elders, we're going to listen to my grandpa, Mr. Robert Jenkins, Sr. Remember, I told y'all uh, I have a lot of rap names. One of my rap names is the third king. I call myself third king because I'm Robert Jenkins the third. I had two kings before me, grandpa and my dad, both named Robert Jenkins. Anyway, this is Robert Jenkins Sr. And in it, it's very appropriate heading into this Halloween season, man. He tells us about <laughs> a haint. Y'all young cats out there, I don't know if y'all know anything about a haint. Bro, I see you picking your phone up, man. What's yeah, up? I it up. You got it right there. Mm -hmm. Read for the, for these young cats that don't know what a haint is. Read them what a haint is. Say so the word haint is an alternative spelling of haunt. Say which was historically used in the African American vernacular to refer to a ghost, or in the Hoodoo belief, a witch-like creature seeking to chase victims to their exhaustion, death by exhaustion. Mm. So you just gonna run your inside, <laughs> run his skin. Man. Slow down, slow down. My uh, my I'm other grandpa uh, Raymond, um, my kind of my step grandpa, but we don't recognize step either. You is or you yeah, is or you ain't. He's it's my grandpa, and he was saying, uh, never sleep under a picture because a picture of a person, because uh, that person's spirit or something will come out that picture and ride you to exhaustion. Mm. Be the old hag phenomena, mm. you know what I'm saying? Well, that kind of leads into uh, what my grandpa here, my other grandpa, Robert Jenkins Sr., he's talking about these haints. So y'all peep this out. Yeah, me and my brother, he, he was good with a rifle, but I was a little better with the rifle. And he was, mm, I could be, I could be shooting a rifle. But he was bad with a shotgun. Uh -huh. <laughs> mm -hmm. I couldn't do nothing with him with a shotgun. Uh, rabbit running, a bird flying. He was, he was desperate. Mm. Yeah, he could knock him down. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, matter of fact, talking about hunting, I think Dad told me a story one time. He tell you, he said you told him the story first, and the story was about uh, you came across some kind of. Something in the forest one time you was hunting. Can you remember that story? Mm. Something you couldn't see? No, I can't think right now. You said you was hunting and uh, your dog got to fighting with something? Oh, yeah. That was uh, uh, that was in the evening out at a house. I don't know. They said it was a haint. Mm -hmm. And the uh, guy sick the dog. And that's when he... Uh, Attacked him, but you couldn't see nothing. Uh -huh. You could hear him climbing a high line pole and come down. Uh -huh. 
The dog was still asking, but you couldn't see nothing. And you said it was a hank. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, so so that wasn't you that happened to? Hmm? That, that wasn't you? That was somebody else that happened to? Yeah, that, that my cousin. Oh, okay. We would go out there and to go hunting out in his neck of the woods out. Uh-huh. And he was telling about that. He, the dog was barking at something. He sicked it. And he said it was just... Had the dog down, but you couldn't see nothing. Uh-huh. See the dog tumbling and turning. And when he got up, he ran him on out to the street and went up a high line post. He was out seeing him. Then he came down and went across the road, and he was after him, and he, they still couldn't see nothing. Oh. Mm-hmm. So he never did kill it. No, he didn't kill it. But it, it, it almost killed his dog. Mm-hmm. And my uncle, he... uh. Got at something that time. He shot at something one night, and he said he he couldn't. He didn't know what it was. Uh-huh. It doing that same, all from that same place. He was living off about two hundred yards from the place, uh-huh. and one night he saw something over there and he shot at. It. What did, What did it look like? You remember what he told you? He, he said, said it looked kind of like a uh, coon, but he said it wasn't no coon. He went out the next morning. Try to see his track where he shot. He jumped the fence, uh-huh. but he said he couldn't couldn't figure out what it was. I see. And so he must have been a handcuff at that house. My cousin, one night in the house, they, she saw something, told her son about it, and he got at it and running and running the bathroom, and he didn't see it no more. Huh? Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Uh, do you remember something called a Mexican scoby? Yeah, but. That wasn't in the country when we come along. Uh-huh. All that was cleared out. So when was that? That, that happened before you was born? Uh, yeah, that happened in, in my younger days, younger, way back. Uh-huh. That was in Mom and them time. They telling us about that. Huh. Mm-hmm, all of that. But it was, it was stuff he didn't like that. But when I got upside, they had cleared it all that, all that stuff out. Mm-hmm. It wasn't no more stuff like I just saw a panther about... Oh, I said 15 years ago, I just got to see a panther. And the biggest of that stuff I heard about going to the zoo. Uh-huh. I learned it, I seen it then. But just in my time, it wasn't here. Right. All that time, it's cleared out. But um, they, they used to tell you stories about it when you was a little yeah. boy? They'd tell me stories about it. And I just got to see it after I got grown uh-huh. up and going to the zoo. Uh-huh. Hyenas and all that stuff. Yeah. Panthers and... Mexican scope with all of that. Yeah, see, Grandpa right there, man. Um, this I think I recorded that in the early two thousands. This is um, I had that Boss BR eleven eighty CD. Why do I be knowing these names and stuff? <laughs> After twenty years of not even thinking about it, but that's a little big old clunky uh, recording device, and I had a little cheap Radio Shack microphone trying to knock off of a, a Shure, uh, Shure SM fifty eight SM fifty eight, and. Uh, Anyway, I was holding it up to him. We was in the back room at, at Pop's house. And I that that's an excerpt from a longer interview. But anyway, in there, he's talking about Haints. And there was this story that he told us, man, where I heard it when I was a kid. And as you can tell, my version of the story is different because I didn't remember all the details. I just remember the scary part is they was out in the woods hunting and somebody dog caught the scent of something and was following it. And they was running through the woods. And when they finally tree the dogs i guess they bark in a certain way when they tree they are so he the dude was following his dog and uh it treed something and he when he got there and looked up 
looked up at the tree. It was nothing in the tree. But the dog was like, yep, I got him. Come on, shoot him. I got him. And he like, there's nothing in the tree. And so at some point, whatever it was, jumped down at that tree. And the dog took off after it and chased it across the field. And, and the dude said, you could see the tufts of dirt flying when he was running. And the dog was chasing him. And the dog jumped through the air and grabbed, and grabbed him and started fighting and wrestling and tussling. And uh, he said, whatever it was, it's still invisible. He can't see nothing. But he, now he can hear, like, something grunting and growling and fighting the dog. But he's looking, and the dog is on his hind legs wrestling with something. But there's nothing there. It's invisible. It's just it's nothing there. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what in the world? So he... uh he didn't even shoot. He had his gat. His he had a rifle with him. A hunt. He was hunting, maybe a shotgun. He didn't even want to shoot. First of all, he didn't want to hit his dog. But second of all, he couldn't see nothing. Mm-hmm. And he said at some point, the dog started getting the best of whatever it was, and getting it on the ground. And he said uh, whatever it was, man, just took off running. And the dog chased it again. He ran across, and jumped on a telephone pole. That's what my grandpa said, a high line pole, telephone pole, and started climbing up that pole. And, and all you could hear, hear the, yeah, claws in it. Sure. <laughs> them claws climbing up that wood but it sounds like the predator to me man it do sound like the predator <laughs> keep in mind man that story is probably from the 1920s you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. that's a haint right there that's what grandpa called a haint and uh I remember when dad told me that story <laughs> dad act like he don't remember this but he was he used to like to scare us mm-hmm. and i do that to my kids too that's one of the joys of, of being a father <laughs> scaring scaring the mess out your kids and uh anyway pops told us that story man uh he after after a while he knew we were scared so he would be like bobby go in there and get me something out the refrigerator go, go get me a beer and i'd be like yes sir and it's dark in the house lights off i'm walking through and right when I get into the dark kitchen, he'll scratch on the wall <laughs> like that thing climbing the tree. And boy, I flew back. I jumped from the kitchen all the way back to the couch. Like, ah! man, that story had us scared in a mug. You know what I'm saying? Thank God for showing mercy on me. Brought me home to the plains at the age of three. Occasionally, I stray from the nest, but I always come back to the best. LBK, love a T-E-X-A-S.